Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of the Made in VA podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hancock, and today I am super excited to be joined by Allison Folliker uh, from Novus Creative. How are you doing today, Allison? I'm doing well. How are you, Eric? I'm fantastic. We were just chit-chatting a little bit about how it's been to work at home with kids and dogs and everything else uh, that's going on. So how's that been for you? Oh, it's been crazy, <laughs> crazy fun. Um, you know, it's great having all the extra family time, um, but it's definitely a juggle and yep. um, putting some structure into our days so uh, they're not too chaotic. <laughs> yeah, that's been uh, the biggest thing for me. I uh, I think the one thing I've enjoyed the most is like you're saying, having the extra family time. My youngest son actually just got rid of his training wheels on his bike. So we have gone on like a half an hour bike ride pretty much every single day since all this has been going on, which has been really, really cool. But at the same time, again, like you're saying, no structure. Um, Sometimes my wife will come downstairs at like 2.15 and be like, Parker, have you eaten lunch today? And I'm like, dang it. No, he hasn't (laughs) eaten anything since (laughs) 8 o'clock or whatever. But hey, we're doing what we can, right? That's right. I think we're all in survival mode right now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, um, let's go to my list of quick questions that I have here jotted down. And let me get a quick bio on you really quickly. Introduce everybody uh, to yourself. Uh, Tell us where you're from. Are you a Virginia native? Uh, Give us a little quick background. Okay. Um, Well, I am not a Virginia native. I am originally from California. Uh, from right outside the L.A. area, and then I moved to Northern Virginia uh, with my mom and my stepdad for middle school and high school, Um, ended up going to James Madison University for college, Um, and there I got a degree in media arts and design, Um, so it was a lot of fun there, Um, worked on the school newspaper, um, met my now husband uh, while I was at JMU. And he was living and working in Richmond already. And so um, when I graduated, I got my first job in Richmond. And that's what brought me to the Richmond area now. And I've been here for about 15 years now. Oh, awesome. So what part of California were you from? I'm curious. Um, yeah, I'm from uh, like Long Beach area. Okay. So my, my brother's still out there um, with his wife and family. And then about 10 years ago, my dad moved out to North Carolina. So. A lot of my family has been slowly migrating out east, but I still do have some family out in California. So our whole family packed up and took an airplane ride for the my kids' first time, not this past summer, but the summer before, and they got to see their cousins, and uh, it was really fun because their ages at the time were two, three, four, five, and six. Oh, awesome. And yeah, it was so much fun. That's so it's um, great to still have you know, a connection out there. Yeah, definitely. My, uh, my aunt, my mom's sister lives out there. She lives in a town called Rancho Cucamonga. That's like just outside of LA. Um, about, that's about an hour from, from Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. It sounds familiar, but it's been a really long time since I've been out there. Sure. Yeah. That's like, uh, San Bernardino, I think is another town that's close to, I'm not too sure. It's been a while since I've been out there too. We used to go out there fairly often, but, uh, we haven't, gosh, in, in a few years, I guess, since everybody, my brother has moved to Florida and stuff like that. And I have a big family now. So it's just kind of hard to get everybody on a plane, like you're saying, and fly across the country. But, uh, but yeah, 
It is hard, especially when they're young. And then the older they get, the more expensive it gets. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, uh, so you moved to Richmond, you said about 15 or so years ago. So where does Novus, uh, come into, uh, to play where, how did, how did that start? When did that start? Tell me about that. Sure. Um, so my first job when I moved to Richmond was, um, in the marketing department at a small credit union. And I worked on all the campaigns that they had. So, you know, you see like car sales. And at the time, you actually got bank statements in the mail. And so (laughs) I designed these inserts that would go into your bank statements. Or I designed um, branding, like for the lobby, all of the car loans. And um, I did rebrand the credit union while I was there. So I got, probably got my feet in a lot of different, feet in a lot of different areas. Um, I got to sit in on a lot of their marketing meetings and um, help make decisions with that. We put together like TV commercials and all sorts of stuff. So um, it was great being a small company because I was able to really um, learn about a lot of different things. And while I was there, um, my husband was working for a company in Colonial Heights at the time. And they said, hey, can you come and create an internal safety awareness campaign for us. And so I was creating campaigns for the credit union, and so my husband asked if I'd be interested in doing this for his company, and I said, sure, why not? And he said, well, they're going to pay you for it, so you need to tell them what you're going to charge. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What? Wait. (laughs) It's like I pulled a random hourly rate out of, thin air and I googled like how to create a proposal and how to send an invoice and um, I went down and met with them in person and did the whole campaign for them and and that was my first I wasn't Novus Creative at the time but that was my first freelance project um, kind of a cool story is uh, that was in 2008 while I was working full-time and I have done a, um, an annual internal safety awareness campaign for that same company every single year since then. So I go in every year, we have a different theme, and it's become like a really big, fun thing that we do every single year. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's neat. My husband doesn't work there anymore, but I still, <laughs> I'm still in there every year. Um, so it was in 2008, and you know, I, I kind of joke around with people that I didn't really ever set out to become an entrepreneur. Um, I think when I graduated college in 2005, I didn't even know what the word entrepreneur meant. You know, it wasn't wasn't a hot buzzword like it is today. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, it's, I mean, everybody knows what an entrepreneur is now. But um, at the time, I was like, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. But I thought it was really cool that I was able to, you know, make some money on the side. And so I started just telling some people that I knew that I was freelancing. And I picked up a client here. I picked up a client there. Um, I worked with some print shops that just needed some simple, quick stuff. Um, and Or like promotional product companies that they just needed somebody to vectorize their logo for them. And so I was just doing different things like that. Um, and I kind of figured out I needed to create a name and a brand for myself. And so... Um, I got the blessing of the credit union I was looking for. I talked to the CEO, told her what I was doing, um, and she was completely on board and very supportive of me having a, a side gig. So um, 
I created Novus Creative. It was, uh, was just trying to find a, a name for myself. You know, the last name Folliker is not very easy to say <laughs> or spell. <laughs> and so I, I didn't really want to go under the name Allison Folliker for that reason. Um, and so I was trying to come up with all these different names and um, not just, you know, one of the important things when you're creating a company name is also finding a website domain name that's going to go along with it. Um, that's going to be easy to spell and easy to remember. And so um, I was looking up meanings for different words, and the word novice came across to me, and it's a Latin word, and it means fresh, new, innovative, and extraordinary. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. That's all the type of creative that I want to bring to my clients. And so noviscreative.com is available, and I went for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like that, that, um, that's fantastic. We were talking a little bit before we started recording and I said to you that all of those words were exactly what I used essentially to describe what I thought of your brand just by, from the outside looking in just from your social media page. So how fitting, that's great. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm trying. Working <laughs> progress. <laughs> cool. And so the name just hit you and it's stuck ever since then. Yeah, it has, you know, I've considered changing it a couple times over the years, but um, I think, you know, started since I started in 2008, it's really become um, recognizable, you know, in the area. I've developed some brain recognition from it. And so um, my only complaint that I've ever had with it is um, people sometimes mispronounce it and call it novice, which <laughs> I'm certainly not yes. a novice. <laughs> definition I'm going for. And so I have to uh, correct novice, but... You know, in the grand scheme of things, it, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's a really unique name. Um, so I'm sure you didn't have a problem grabbing the domain name for that. No, actually, it's funny, though, because a couple years later, a girl contacted me, and she had developed a company called Novus Creative as well. Oh. And she asked if I would sell her my domain name. <laughs> and I said, and I said no. Yep, forget and it. So she, uh, yeah, so she went with NovusCreative.co. Uh, Instead, and yeah, and then when her site got hacked, it was it was not a good thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, it looks like you do. Um, you know, for me checking out your your website and your uh, your Instagram page and stuff, you do branding, you do photo, you do design work. Um, so, which of these elements do you tend to like? like more is there one that you're you always get excited when somebody comes and asks you for a photo shoot or i've seen some of the i saw some of the sketch drawings that you did you're a really talented you know like artist as well so which one of those elements do you like find as is your favorite one to go for and why is that well thank you first of all for the compliment um like i said i'm a work in progress so i love art and design i've always enjoyed it and i've been drawing and writing since i was a you know, just little, little kids. So, um, so thank you. Um, you know, it's hard to say which one's my favorite. Um, uh, kind of to backtrack a, a year or two ago, um, in addition to branding and design and photography, I was also offering all these different services as well. I was doing social media for companies. I was creating marketing campaigns. I was doing a lot more. And um, I think what I, what I realized as my business grew is that I really needed to hone in on the things that I really enjoyed the most and that I was the best at. And so really in 2020, um, just a few months ago, I relaunched Novus Creative or 
did a brand refresh and hone in on those three different areas that I love the most and that I feel are very cohesive together. So, you know, branding is really the foundation to any business. And so it's not just your logo, but it's everything around your logo, what you stand for, what you mean, what how you say things. Um, so that's really the foundation. And then the design is implementing your brand and, you know, designing of marketing materials or designing of your website, how you take your brand and, and implement it into different areas. And then the photography is kind of the icing on the cake, you know. If you um, if you look at a website and it has professional photos versus looking at a website that has cell phone pictures, it it makes a world of a difference. You know, I mean, it, everything else on the website could look exactly the same, but if the photo itself isn't of professional quality, then it's going to bring down the quality of the entire piece. And so I feel like everything sort of comes together um, with branding, design, and photography, and, and I love doing all three of them together. Um, I think what I get the most excited about is if I have a new business that comes to me, has nothing that they've done yet, and they're like, Allison, just start from scratch, help me create brand, help me create all these marketing materials, let's do photo, a photo shoot to get all my branding in order, branding pictures in order, and um, I think when somebody comes and wants to do all three, then that's really when I get most excited. <laughs> sure, yeah, because you can just take the ball and run with it in whatever direction you want, you're right. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's definitely a partnership with my client because um, I want to make sure that, you know, it's a very personal for them, but um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. And But either way, I mean, like I work for um, some bigger companies too, like one of my clients is Longwood University, and obviously they already have a brand, they already have professional pictures, but I still get to be involved with a lot of the design work that um, I do for them, and so... It is fun, too, being able to take someone's existing brand and then utilizing it in different ways. Sure. Wow, that's a pretty big, uh, that's a cool client. That's a pretty big, uh, a big client, too. Yeah, it's, you know, and I met them um, just through a, through connections, really. Um, pretty much every single client that I have now is from a foundation of clients that I laid back in two thousand. 2009, 2010, when I was going to like networking events and I was a graphic design sponsor for a marketing expo. So in exchange for um, doing their marketing materials for free, I got a booth at their event and I got to meet a lot of people. And so um, I really don't do any networking now. Everything is just through word of mouth, but it's all been from a foundation that I laid years and years ago. Cool. And that's awesome. Uh, number one that you get your, your business through word of mouth. Cause I feel like those are the best, you know, leads and the best people to work with. But, um, I also liked hearing that you're just willing to like, Hey, I'll trade you this, what I have to offer for something that you have that I want. And then, Hey, look what it turned into. That's awesome. I love that kind of stuff right there. The innovation and like, uh, you know, again, like you're saying, entrepreneurship has become such a hot term here now and like the hustle, you know, the side hustle used to be a bad uh, word. And I don't really think it's a great term in terms of like, I don't know, it just sounds kind of gritty, but you know, it really is what it, what it was, you know? So, Hey, <laughs> you're definitely hustling. I know, I know you are right now. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's always a hustle when you have your own business because you know, your business never shuts off. And so you have to, um, you know, you have to figure out a way to sort of structure your day so you can shut your business up, shut your business <laughs> if you want to. 
but uh, there definitely is a hustle to it. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's, I, again, admire, you know, like you said, rolling into my question and, and the answer that you gave is that you, you answered it in the sense of like, I rebranded my business into these three things that I do love the most. Um, and I think that that really keeps you driving because yeah, you can't ever just turn it off. Um, somebody's always going to need something. There's probably always going to be a fire, you know, that you need to put out or, you know, when you build personal connections with your clients, you want to be there for them all the time and you want to be the person that they can go to and want to be available. And so if you don't love it, then you're not going to, you're not going to deliver for them, uh, at the end of the day on a personal or a professional level. So. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think too, you know, when you're starting out, um, at least it, my experience was when I was starting out, I was just designed freelance and that was it. And then my clients would say, Oh, well, can you start helping me with my marketing campaigns and my strategy? And I say, well, sure. Cause you're going to pay me for it. <laughs> and then, well, can you run my social media page? And I'm like, sure. You know, and I was kind of a yes woman because, you know, you're, when you're growing your business, you just get excited about different things that, that I knew I could do for them and I knew I could do it well. But um, after a while, you start saying yes to so many things that um, you're no longer doing anything very well. It's just sure. trying, to, trying to check the boxes that is getting, getting done. And so... Um, my focus really this year has been to hone in on the things that, like I said, I'm excited about doing and passionate about doing, and I feel like I'd be the best at them. Definitely. Yeah. Well, even, you know, you talk about social media management and now there's, uh, gosh, there's seven, six, seven, eight different platforms that you feel like you probably need to be in, in some sort of sense or another to be relevant. If you have a business to consumer brand, um, and managing all that in itself, like we were saying is a full-time job. <laughs> it is. It is. I actually hired a social media girl who has, because I didn't want to just leave all my social media clients high and dry and say, sorry, I'm not going to do anything for you anymore. So I hired somebody who runs all their social media for them now, and I work with, work with her because I still do stuff for those clients in different areas. But um, it's that is her full time job. Is she and she just runs social media accounts for people? Wow. Yeah, it's a it's big, and it's a big. Uh, you know, there, it's a whole lot more that goes into that besides putting up a photo up and, and, uh, adding in like a witty, uh, caption or anything. Like I get a ton of people that are either outreaching with questions through direct messages on all the platforms and then customer service issues come in through that as well. Hey, I got the wrong size. Hey, I didn't get my order. Um, you know, people use that. I feel like way more cause it's a little easier than writing an email, you know, and it's a direct link to, to, anything and everyone and every, everything in the world. So, uh, there's a whole lot more that goes into managing a social media account, <laughs> you know, that you may not always think about. Yeah. Um, and if you love it, great. I didn't love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's, it's, it's good and bad. I like, I like interacting with people, but again, like you can get wrapped up in the world of likes and follows and data metrics and analytics and things like that. So, yeah. It's got its place. We'll say that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I see another thing, uh, again, on your Instagram bio, when I was kind of scrolling through some of your stuff, your slogan or our brand statement, however you want to call it, uh, it's not business, it's personal. 
And I think, you know, you've alluded to that several times in the time we've been talking already. So what does that mean to you? Break that down deep for me and tell me what that means to you. Sure. Um, so there's a, a couple pieces to it, but I'm sure you've probably heard the saying before, it's not personal, it's business. Yep. And it, it's a saying that, you know, people say just to basically take the relationship piece out of whatever it is that you're working on. Oh, it's just business. We're, you know, we're not going to be good friends here. We're just going to have a business relationship type of thing. And um, for me, I feel like business, it, it is personal because it's made up of people. And, you know, you and I are sitting here, two different business owners, but we're, you know, we have a connection talking and everything. And I feel like when I'm working with my clients, I want them to feel that same connection. I don't want them to feel like um, I don't care about them, that I don't care about their, that I only care about their business. I mean, I, I know, like, I could tell you the birthdays or the kids' names of my clients, and, you know, we, we talk about things other than business. <laughs> um, I think just having a personal connection with my clients has been something for me that's really important. Um, I've kind of worked on the other end of things where it's, just a quick business transaction and, and that's just not me. Um, and so that's one piece of it is just um, explain, it's my way to explain how I do business. It's, you know, you and I are going to chat on the phone for a few minutes about something that's other than the project that we're working on because I want to know about, you know, how life is going, how, how's everything going with, um, with your kids at home, you know, <laughs> it's, it's more than it's more than the project that we're working at. So that's one side of it. Um, the other side of it is um, helping clients realize that when they're creating a brand, that it should be personal to them. And people really thrive off of connections, and so it's finding a way to create a brand that is going to connect with your audience. And um, more and more now, I think than ever before. People are really looking for authenticity and brands, and they want to feel the personal, uh, they want to have that personal feel behind it, and they want to see who is that person who's writing on their social media posts, mm -hmm. you know, who is that person who is um, behind the podcast. They want to know a little bit more about you and your story and that you're not perfect, <laughs> um, that you can fumble over your words, you know, they just want to have more of a personal connection. And so I think, um, that's the second piece of it is just helping clients um, create a personal brand that they can then showcase to their audience. Yeah, I love that. I agree with everything you said there. Um, you know, we all look for for those personal connections uh, in things. And I think that that's just kind of like our, our human or our nature or being community people, um, you know, telling stories and getting wrapped up in, in stories. I mean, that's why we love movies and books and things like that so much because it's a story, right? You know, and it just doesn't have to be solely for entertainment uh, purposes, you know? Exactly. Yes. People definitely thrive off of, um, I mean, it's, you know, like right now we're not able to go and give our friends hugs and it's really hard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because we just, we really just um, thrive off of those relationships. Definitely. So that's what it, that's what it's all about. For sure. Yeah. And even, um, you know, speaking to what you said about like business transactions, like I feel like sometimes we can get wrapped up in the thought of like a transaction and maybe seeing like some sort of instant 
like benefit or instant result from the transaction. But if you take that transactional aspect away, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where you never know five years from now, something that we mentioned on this conversation might come up you know, with, with somebody listening to this podcast five years from now, or this is uh, a lot of times what I tell people is I'm like, Hey, you know, like we're recording this podcast and it's going on the internet and like, you can show this to your kids, you know, in 10 years, like, and you know, how cool is it going to be to look back and say like, Oh, remember when we used to have iPhones and like, (laughs) you know, like we talked about Instagram. Um, You know, I feel like those kind of things add a lot of value too. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so speaking of the current times that we're in here dealing with coronavirus and all that kind of stuff, what are some of the brand buildings, brand building or marketing tips that you can offer to any business owner or side hustler, um, who's listening, you know, what are you telling your clients? What kind of, what kind of like, let's take it in two, two ways. What kind of high level kind of you know, macro view advice can you give? And then what are some more like maybe specific ones that you've been talking with your clients about? Sure. Um, It's actually funny. I just wrote a blog post about some small businesses that are um, creating um, really creative, they're pivoting. They're having creative ways to market their business. Um, And so I kind of went back through that blog just recently and was reading back over it. And I think that there are, just on more like a macro level, um, there's three things that I kind of took away from what those businesses are doing that's making them successful. Um, First is they're still connecting with their audience. And I think that connecting with your audience is still so important, even if maybe your business is closed right now or maybe you, you you can't have people actually come in and sit down with you or maybe... You know, you're having to do things virtually versus in person. Um, staying connected is still really, really important. Um, if you've never been active on social media, I don't know, we were just kind of talking about social media, but <laughs> if you've never been active on social media before, now's the time. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah. Everybody's on social media, so, um, or mostly everybody. Um, but so I'd say number one would definitely be stay connected. Um, the second tip would be to stay relevant. Um, you know, if you have a product that's really, really great, but maybe it's not necessarily um, appropriate right now to be promoting it, then don't promote it. You know, promote something else that's going to be a little bit more relevant to the times. You know, understanding that people are working from home, people are um, managing homeschooling or um, managing childcare and working and homeschooling and, and all of the above. So just um, stay relevant with the times, you know, just ignoring what everything with what just ignoring everything that's going on isn't going to be beneficial. Just it's important to really point that that out. Um, and then the, the third thing would be to find a way to give back. And I think it's just really important as a community and as a business that we find ways that we can contribute to um, either other businesses or our clients or just anybody in the community, finding a way that you can give back is really important. And it's going to really show um, a lot about what your brand is and what it's all about. It's going to play a huge impact on that. So talking about some like specific examples, um, going back to those three things, um, connecting with your audience, number one, um, 
So this just kind of came to mind, but um, my husband has, has gone to Fades and Blades Barbershop several times, yeah. uh, which is a big spell, and I think they have a couple locations. Um, but obviously, barbershops are closed right now, but I've constantly seen posts on Facebook from them anyway, and it's not necessarily pictures of the haircuts that they're doing, because they're not doing haircuts <laughs> right now. It's pictures of, hey, this is what we do while we're in quarantine. We're making cookies with our kids, or... Um, Here's some funny pictures of uh, bad haircuts during quarantine <laughs> because we don't have a hairstylist. Um, so finding ways to still connect with their audience, um, I think, is great because then once all of this is over and we start transitioning back into quote-unquote normal life, people are going to remember you. Um, so an example of being relevant um, so one of my friends, Christy Bradley, she owns Christy Bradley Photography in Ashland, Virginia. Yeah. And I saw something that she did it was really, really cool is um, her target audiences are high school seniors mainly. Um, she's a senior photographer. And so she had um, different seniors take over her Instagram stories for a day. And so I thought it was so relevant because, for one, she was – um, targeting her audience, so, you know, all of these seniors, they're going to tell their friends, hey, you know, I'm on Christy Bradley's um, Instagram, you need to follow it and watch what I'm doing, and they're talking about their um, their quarantine life, like what they do in the day in the life of a quarantine senior, and I just thought that that was so relevant because, you know, all of her audience is, is all of the high school seniors are going through the exact same thing, um, so that's a good example, I think, of staying relevant. Um, and then just as far as like ways to give back, I'm going to see so many different companies doing this, but, um, I, there's like a, a whiskey company that I forget the name of it, but there's a whiskey company that's making hand sanitizer now. Yeah. Reservoir. Um, yeah, yeah. They're yep. like switching things up. And so, um, something like that is a really good example. Um, I know a seamstress who she usually does like costumes and everything for show choirs and, now she's doing masks and giving away masks to essential workers and selling masks on Etsy, so she's kind of doing different things. Um, I know for me, one of the things that I'm doing is um, any small business owner who wants to have a 30-minute consultation about way, creative ways to market your business right now, call me, and I'm up for it. You know, totally free, no obligation. Um, I'm happy to talk to anybody for, you know, just have a consultation call and talk about ways that you can um, creatively market your business right now. Um, and so I think just finding a way to get back like that is really important. Cool. Awesome. Well, I have three comments about actually each one of those. So are you ready? Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I write this down. <laughs> yeah. So the first one is um, kind of along the same lines that we were talking about, about telling stories. So I actually heard uh, Gary V say, um, he's been doing this thing two hours every day, like tea with Gary V where people ask him to do like Q and a. So I listened to a couple of them. And, uh, the first one was somebody talking they were like, I own a family restaurant. We're closed, you know? And he was like, now's the time you need to tell your story. He's like, you need to go into the kitchen and cook every dish that's on your menu and video it and tell the story behind each and every 
thing. You know, oh, my grandma made this and then she figured out there's a better way to make noodles. And then we put more salt in the pasta sauce and she got mad. And, and I thought that that was a fantastic idea that's applicable to any business, whether you're closed or open or you can sell or not. It's a great time to make personal connections with everybody. That's a piece and part of your brand. Um, so I thought that was a super cool idea. So the second thing, uh, my oldest daughter actually did one of the Instagram takeovers, uh, on the (laughs) Christy Bradley's page. Yeah. She's doing, uh, I don't think, no, they haven't scheduled a date yet for her senior portrait sessions, but she's, she's one of the, um, that ambassador program that she does. Reagan is actually, yeah, yeah, Reagan's one of the people doing that this time around. So she's a rising senior at Hanover High. So yeah, she did that. So I I experienced that on this end as well. (laughs) And then um, the last thing, you know, me again, as a business owner, I tried to, to kind of rack my brain. I'm like, what can I do? Like, I've actually seen like an, an uptick in my subscription box business because everybody is working out at home. All the gyms are closed. People are searching desperately. All of the equipment manufacturers are out of things like dumbbells, barbells, jump ropes. Um, it's just crazy everywhere. Dick's Walmart, all the online places. So I've actually seen an influx in business, uh, in my fitness business based on that, but I'm kind of racking my brain. I'm like, how can I, how can I give back? What can I do? Um, and so I think my wife and I had kind of come to this consensus where if we couldn't actually maybe donate to a charity or make masks or anything that's kind of out of our realm, we've just decided to like mark a day on the calendar every day. Like every Wednesday, the local cup coffee truck comes to Studley store. So every Wednesday at lunchtime, we pile everybody in the car and that's our thing that we do. Um, every Saturday, every Friday we've done cocktails or like a to go wine or something from a Richmond restaurant. And then every Saturday we've done a takeout order. Um, so you can give back and don't overthink your ways to give back. Um, you can give back, even if it's something as simple as going and spending some, some of your hard earned dollars at a, at a local restaurant or a local store. Absolutely. And I've seen a couple of things going around on social media now where it's, you know, go to some of your favorite, um, small business Facebook pages and invite a bunch of your friends to like that page. And it's just a way to, to give back, even if maybe your budget's tight right now because, you know, you lost your job or whatever, you know, that would be another way just to give back is to simply spread the word about different businesses out there. Yeah, definitely. I like that. And that goes back to what we were just talking about, about things, maybe not necessarily being an instant transactional like result. So if, you know, your local business gets 50 more followers on your Facebook page, that maybe is not going to equate to any money in your bank account right now. But the next time you launch a product or the day that you open or you have a re-grand opening um, can make all the difference in the world, whether that's six weeks from now, six days from now or, or whatever down the road. So I like that. That's a great idea. I like that a lot. Exactly. Brand awareness. Yeah, totally. It's most important. So in this COVID landscape, uh, this is something I'm really curious about on so many levels, but what do you see changing, staying the same or becoming the new normal once this is quote unquote over? Uh, I don't, I put over, but I'm like, is it really like, when is it ever, is it going to be over? If it's a new normal, then technically it's never going to really end. Um, but what do you see changing, staying the same or, or what are we going to have to accept as our new normals? Well, 
I definitely think there's going to be a new normal because I just don't see us going back to where we were before. Um, you know, the, it was a thriving economy. I mean, I think that it's going to be a while before we can necessarily get back to where we all, where we have been. Um, and people are just going to be different too. They're going to be more cautious about, um, you know, going and visiting, visiting maybe their elderly grandparent nursing home, you know, I know for me, you know, we've become hand-washing fiends, <laughs> yeah. whereas before it was like, oh, a little dirt won't hurt, you know, <laughs> got to make dirt, dirt don't hurt, so, um, but now it's like, get ready to eat, go wash your hands. Yep. Um, so I think it, it's just changed us in that way, um, but I also think that in a good way that we are going to appreciate the little things in life a lot more, at least in the very beginning, you know. Um, as humans, we think we tend to forget very quickly, but I know as we sort of start to ease back into this um, new normal, being able to go out and have, go out to the restaurants again. Um, like, for example, my, my husband just said to me this morning, he's like, you need to go on a date night. <laughs> and <laughs> normally we get a babysitter and we go to a restaurant and then we go do something fun like mini golf or something like that. I'm like, yeah, we'll go have a date in the backyard and and so we're going to appreciate that a lot more now when we do finally get to go out to a restaurant, um, something other than takeout. And um, so I think that, you know, we're just going to really appreciate things a lot more, appreciate hugs, appreciate play dates. And um, I think that is definitely a good thing. Um, As far as like businesses go, um, I definitely think a lot more people are going to be working from home. Um, businesses have really had to take a big leap, especially those with um, maybe they have an office building and they have multiple employees who usually all work in the office. And they've had to figure out how to work from home uh, independently. And, and I know there are so many great resources out there to be able to do, to do that, but I think a lot of companies are going to realize, hey, you know what, we're actually more productive when we work from home. Um, I know for... For me, you know, having a virtual creative agency, as I call it, you know, I've always worked from home, and so I've always done things virtually, um, and so I, I feel like I've kind of had a one-up on that, and just always being able to figure out how to manage my calendar and be able to do that, but I think a lot more people are going to do that now. Sure, yeah, I actually, I agree totally um, that there's, this is a big, anybody maybe that was reluctant business-wise to like make the transition to working from home. This has kind of pushed them over the edge and it's really hard once you give slack or rope, if you want to call it that, to use an analogy to pull it back in, you know, once you let the leash out, it's really hard to, to pull things back in. Um, so I'm going to be curious to see, just like you're saying about the working from home. I'm also going to be curious to see, you know, the governor's released the ABC laws so we can go buy cocktails to go and things like that. I'll be really curious to see if things like that get reeled back in. Um, you know, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, but it'll just be interesting to see, um, you know, what, what changes, what stays the same and what becomes the new normal. I know it's going to be very interesting. Um, you know, taking it one day at a time, we'll, we'll see what happens and, uh, I'm hoping schools open back up in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's almost like I've I've gotten so used to everybody being here now that again, I, it almost feels like it's normal. And I've kind of you know, will they have 
the, my oldest two kids have zoom calls from time to time that they have to get on for school now. Um, but yeah, things have been so up in the air and so rapidly changing that whew, it's like you, you know, it feels like five years we've been doing this. Then sometimes it only feels like five weeks and then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Well, I, you know, we're all figuring it out. We're all juggling and, and making the best of it. I think, um, I, I said something recently that, Oh, I got a lot of reaction to, and I said, put your positive pants on because <laughs> still the only way to get through a time like this is to, you know, always think of the positive and uh, take it day by day. Um, I know my kids, we, they started filling out a gratitude journal every night just as a, for them to remind themselves of things to be thankful for. And, um, you know, I know for us, we're very thankful. Um, I'm very grateful that, you know, my business really hasn't taken a, a big direct hit because of the, the virus. I've got a healthy family. We're all able to work from home and, and make it work. So um, I think it's just staying positive and looking at, looking at the good things and the blessings. Sure, definitely, definitely. And I think that, um, you know, this has been a pretty big um, – a great learning experience, a big opportunity for businesses to see, number one, you know, are they able to pivot quickly? Are they able to innovate and change? Um, and then, you know, maybe now there'll be a plan. I don't know. Is there going to be a plan in place? Are people still going to, are restaurants still going to be offering takeout as hard as they, as they are now? Oh, gosh, there's so many questions now that I'm sitting here thinking about that question that I'm now like asking myself in my mind, you know, uh, it's going to be super interesting. Yeah, it will be. We'll, we'll see when this all sort of plays out over the next couple months. Definitely. Well, Allison, uh, I want to thank you so much for your time today. And quickly before we uh, bug out of here, where is the best place that everybody can find out more about you, about your brand, and what you're up to? Uh, well, thank you, Eric. This has been so much fun. Um, so you can find out more about Novus Creative at Novus, N-O-V-U-S, creative.com. Um, or you can also follow me on Instagram at Novus Creative and also on Facebook at Novus Creative. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks again and take care. Stay healthy. Thanks, Eric. You too.